Live from State Street in the heart of Chicago, you are listening to the new home of the Chicago Bears, ESPN Chicago. And this is Carmen and Yurko, WMVP, WSHE, HD2 Chicago, a good karma brand's radio station. Well, as long as we've talked a lot of Bears, a couple of new mock drafts, one from The Ringer and Ben Solak, one from ESPN.com and our buddy Field Yates. They both have the Bears taking Caleb Williams at number one. They both have Jaden Daniels going two to Washington. Uh, Lewis Riddick, I saw this morning, said that in his opinion, Jaden Daniels is the second best quarterback in the class behind K ahead of Drake May. And then they both have Drake May going third to North Carolina. Solak also has... J.J. McCarthy in the top eight, going to the Atlanta Falcons. Malik Neighbors would be the Bears pick at nine because Roma Dunze in his mock is already off the board at six to the New York Giants. And he writes, it'd be a home run for the Bears if they walked away from this thing with the ability to trade Justin Fields for more capital and then end up with Caleb Williams and Malik Neighbors. In Field Yates, he's got Malik Neighbors going sixth to the New York Giants. And, Looks like they're taking a receiver. And flipped. And the Titans taking Romeo Dunes. Well, who does he have the Bears taking at nine? Latati. Oh, yeah, that's right. Latati. Pass rusher out of UCLA. Yeah, hold on. Let me get it. Layatu Latu. Latu. Layatu Latu. Layatu Latu. Here was Field Yates this morning on Get Up talking about Caleb Williams and what he sees in terms of what Caleb is as a draft prospect. Here's the clear-cut number one player in this class, Greedy. It's not just the skill set, which is terrific. It's also the sample size. Over the past two seasons, we have seen Caleb Williams dominate, even if last year, meaning the 2023 season, was not at the same level as his Heisman year in 2022. You couple that with the 2021 year when he took over from Spencer Rattler as a starter in Oklahoma as a true freshman, and you're talking about one of the best two-and-a-half-year runs for any quarterback prospect in college football in a long time. He immediately changes everything that you can do within the structure of your offense and we also talked about how outside of structure one of the most difficult players to defend because even when you think you have a plan Caleb Williams is so innovative and so creative that he might totally chop that plan in half and next thing you know you might have him running by you or might be throwing a 50-yard touchdown pass right behind your defense. All right so that was Fields' thought on Caleb and you know yesterday Waddle and Sylvie had Ian Rappaport on We've heard Adam Schefter say it. A lot can change. I mean, it's today's the 14th. We're still a couple of months away. Things can change. Nothing at this point is written in stone, right, Yerk? But the general feeling around the league is the Bears are staying at one and drafting Caleb Williams. That is kind of the, the, the general thought. You're As getting, of now, yeah. it just reading the tea Which leaves. is what you want people to think. Yeah, and I love uh, Ryan Poles probably, or somebody very close to Ryan Poles, dropping the little... The little hints to Ian Rappaport, who's got a powerful platform and a big voice when it comes to covering the NFL. You Monumental hall, historic hall is what it would take to move us off of number one. Get it out there. Let people know. Don't call with nonsense. Like, call, If you really want to be big and yeah. act big and you yeah. want one, let, all right, let's, want, like, let's go. Talk if, to us. If you want Justin Fields, it's going to take a heroic hall. A heroic hall. I think he's getting it out there so people know you better be, especially if you're making a bigger move. If you're Atlanta going from 8 to 1, if you're Sean Payton going from 12 to 1, you better be calling with a Trey Lance-like package. Didn't work out for the Niners. They've moved on just fine because it, they're a good organization. It's almost a marvel how they did it, but they did. But that's what he's thinking in his mind. You better be calling us with multiple right. first-round picks. I, I, you're not going to hear anything until in March. That's when the first time you're going to hear anything about anything. 
post combine, new and year starts. We'll see what yeah. the Bears do, you know, with Justin Fields. Yeah. That's the first domino to fall. The other dominoes to fall, what they do in free agency. You know, if they dress the defensive line, Chris Jones, the, the, the big story today is that the Bears are the leading candidate to get Chris Jones. Remember the uh, Ryan the Poles obviously well, has that, a relationship that's out the window because they're they're having their championship parade and Chris Jones told everyone at the parade they he'll be back next really? year. Really yeah. already? Yeah, so much yes. for that. Yeah, he's on he's on stage with Mahomes saying that I'll be back next year. Wow, good well, catch on that, Chris. I didn't realize that. How about that? He said that's what you want. Yeah, he might be drunk and you can you say know. no. I don't think he's drunk. <laughs> you can say what you want. Yeah, you can. They still got to pay you. They have to pay him. Okay, they still have to pay him. They can give you a franchise tag and just sit on that again, right? I don't know how he signed a one-year deal. Well, he signed a one-year deal. After sitting out, right? He missed training camp, remember? Yeah. And he missed week one, didn't he? Didn't he miss the Lions game? Yes. And then he signed right after the Lions game, yes. right, if I'm remembering correctly. Yeah. So maybe he's willing to do that again. Well, either way, again, free agency. If they can get Chris Jones, if they can get Daniil Hunter, whoever they're going to end up getting to get, solidify whatever position they have of need, that's going to send signals to you exactly, okay, they're not going to do that in the draft. They're not going to do that in the draft. This is what they plan on doing in the draft. That'll narrow that down a little bit. Mm. So we'll see what starts happening. Maybe Justin Fields goes. Then it's okay. Red alarm fire. What is going to happen with the number one pick? What do the Bears plan on doing with it? And it may not be automatic. They might look at the three quarterbacks and say, Jaden Daniels is the best quarterback. Yeah. That's what they might say. So that's why I said nothing's written in stone at this point. Right. Because we're still a little bit of ways away. Mark is in the city. What's up, Mark? Great show today, guys. Great, great tidbit about Chris Jones. Anyway, I've been going to Bears games since I was a little kid in Skokie. You know, I saw Walter Payton get 275 yards at beautiful Soldier Field. But guess what, guys? When they said Bears are going to Arlington Heights, I was slapping high fives with all my buddies. I thought that was the greatest thing ever. You know why? You guys are free thinkers. Unlike those communists ahead of you, Waddle and Sylvie. You guys know we can go to the game now at Arlington Heights. Don't have to worry about being shot. Don't have to worry about being carjacked. Well, you don't have to worry about that. This city deserves a good kick in the ass. Let Lori Lightfoot know that she was the mayor and her horrible democratic policies Mark, I come to the city every what? day. I don't worry about getting carjacked or shot. What do you mean? Really? Well, you should. Well, you should. Why? And if you don't, guess what? It'll happen. Hey, guys, I just got one last thing to say. Did you just say if you don't? America great. Hey, hey, Mark, I got one. Oh, he uh, hi, hi, sorry. Oh, did, he say, did he say he if I don't, I should be scared? He, he, he got scared say, that we live in the city that uh, he, said he might be get shot. You say, he said you should be afraid. If you're not, you should Poor be Poor guy. I, I'm not afraid. He should you're, take the uh, blue line with me home tonight. You if if you're scared, go I'm buy a dog. Afraid. Like Stacy would say, bad things yeah. happen all, all over. Live uh, in the city. I, I, yeah, you live in the city. I, I, I'm in the city uh, all the time. You I guys love got the good city. jobs in the city. I don't know, Mark. That was a little... Uh, Working for the man every night and day. <laughs> Seemed a little uncalled for. Uh, but I doubt he even knows what a communist is. <laughs> Waddle and Sylvie. Uh, yes, apparently Waddle and Sylvie are communists. <laughs> I had no when idea. When did that happen? Commie, commie! <laughs> <laughs> Breaking news? They've been reading uh, War and Peace. What's uh, going on? I didn't. I didn't know that they were. I didn't know they were communists. I. I, I don't like uh, spreading that type of rhetoric about our our fine city. Uh, lots of major metropolitan. It's got its have, challenges. Uh, it's all. 
All cities have All their big challenges, cities have right? Their challenges. They have their challenges. Yes, they do. Yes. If you're scared, go buy a dog. Yeah. Stacy's right. That's the best thing Stacy's ever said. Andrew's in Lakeview. What's going on, Andrew? Are you scared of getting carjacked? I mean, I know it can happen, but geez. Andrew. Andrew's gone. He was in Lakeview. Maybe he, might have been maybe he got, got carjacked. I don't know. Maybe he got scared. Got scared. <laughs> you never know. Thurgood's on the south side. Thurgood, what's up, brother? Thurgood. Gentlemen, what a great show. I thought I called an offer my two cents. Uh, no, uh, what the, no, I'm not scared of getting car checked. That's a fraction of 1%. Uh, yeah. You know, that the, the lead can always be some sort of, if it bleeds, it leads. That's an old adage of new. Yeah, that's right. Uh, sure, sensational. <laughs> uh, to the point, uh, I am, uh, I'm, a, I'm a Fields fan. Um, and this notion as to Caleb Williams coming here and being the savior, I mean, a few facts. Look at the gentleman, Mr. Williams' record against the best teams. He tends to lose. Year before last. Well, he had the opportunity to go to the college football championship. He lost to Utah. Yeah. Last year, he was abysmal. Let's look at size. Let's look at speed. I mean, mobility, strength of arm. Oh, by the way, the Bears were trash when Fields got here. The general manager and the coach that hired, that the draft aren't here in one year's time. We have a fifth-round t- uh, draft choice at the left offensive tackle, Braxton Jones. Think of the teams that made the playoffs. They have first-round draft choices and all pros at the, le- on the offensive line, left offensive tackle. So I'm not, you know, the name of the game is diversification. I would trade down, follow the New England model, and, and get picks to shore up that offensive line and D-line. Thurgood, I, w- I would say this, just in defense of Caleb a little. Like, okay, so you, I assumed you were talking about the Utah game from two years ago when they were undefeated and they lost at Utah. They, they, yeah. They've had problems against Utah. You're right. In the game, yeah. in, in, the game in which you're talking, though, Caleb Williams threw for five touchdowns, mm-hmm. no interceptions. They lost by a point, 43 to 42. Uh, the, the Washington game this year, I've heard people My talk about the Washington game. This year, uh-huh. I think he had four touchdowns in the Washington game and threw for like 400 yards. They gave up 45 points, I think, or 52 points on defense. I mean, I think sometimes that's a little unfair to Caleb Williams. I feel the same way about Fields. The very things, the points you make. I mean, you know, there's this offense, there's defense, there's special teams, and the demonized Fields, the guy who who, who performed at a championship level and collegiately um, uh, against Clemson, the college football playoffs, and the like, oh. and against a team that was broken. The Bears are essentially a broken team, and now it's his fault. Uh, we have we wouldn't know. A, a, we we passed on Deshaun Watson and Mahomes. We wouldn't know a good quarterback if it's if it stepped on our face and wiggled. That's true, which is unfortunate. Thurgood, thank you. As always, uh, I, he said I stepped any, on your stepped face. On. Yes, thank he didn't you. say yes. Ooh, thank it you. is Valentine's Day. Uh, yeah, Adam, it sorry. Is. I'll Wiggle. Stop. Yes. Wiggle. Yeah. Uh, but I, I don't think anybody is. I'm sorry. What was the term Thurgood just used, too? Um, I can't remember the term he just used and how he put it. Uh, but I, I look, I think we've all been pretty reasonably minded about Justin. I mean, he does bring some interesting, exciting, good things to the table. I think there's room for improvement as a pocket passer, and I think that's what ultimately wins in this league. And if you can upgrade, I would. That's my only stance. I don't think I've been unfair to Justin. He had one terrible game. It was against Notre Dame. He had a terrible game this year against Notre Dame. It was a terrible game. It was on national television. It was his one terrible game this year. The the game last year, the loss at Utah, like I said, they lost 43-42. He threw five touchdown passes, no interceptions. The game they lost to Tulane, he threw. He did throw a pick in that game. He had five touchdown passes, over 450 yards passing, and they gave up like 40 something points, I think, to Tulane, didn't they? What was uh, they gave up four? They lost by a point. So they lost uh, by a point to Utah, in which he threw five touchdown passes. They lost uh, by a point 
to Tulane in which he threw five touchdown passes. I think he accounted for four or five touchdowns in the Washington game this year, Yerk. If you have that game log up, you I've can got look. it. 52-42, he threw for three touchdowns, and he rushed for two touchdowns. He had five touchdowns. Yeah, one touchdown. He had four oh, touchdowns okay. in a game. Uh, I'm sorry. Okay. Four, I'm trying to go over all the gotcha, way to the gotcha, right. Gotcha, gotcha. Stand the he same had four line. touchdowns in that game. They gave up 52 points. The Notre Dame game, he was terrible. You're right yeah. about that. He had three interceptions, uh, one touchdown in that and, game. And he wasn't particularly good against Utah this year. Chris will tell you they've had trouble with Utah. A lot of teams out there have trouble with Utah historically because of their physicality. But. Zero touchdowns passing, zero interceptions, one touchdown rushing against Utah. He was 24-34 for 256. Yeah, he, had a, he did not shine in that game, and they lost again. Like I said, they've had a tough time beating Utah, but... I think it's a little unfair to say he can't beat the good teams or that it's all been on him. And I'll always remind people. And you love to remind people. No, it's no, but I'm just in, in maybe shame on me for picking one example. But remember the guy that mm, he shouldn't be the number one overall pick because he could never beat the good teams. Remember, Ryan Leaf should be the number one pick because Peyton, Peyton Manning. Manning can't beat the good Peyton teams. Manning. Goober. Goober, but at least you know, could never beat the right. good teams in college. Right. So right. I, I would just be but careful. At least with you that. know that everybody is questioned when they come in because you got to find their faults. You can tell what do they do well, okay? But you're looking at what they don't do well, and can those things that he doesn't do well can they be fixed? Yeah, that's right. The big can they be, can fixed? they be fixed? Yeah. Are these problems that he has fixable? Mm-hmm. And most of the time, coaches can tell you they can fix anyone. <laughs> they will. That's, that's the hubris that. of a coach. Right. Right. I can fix them. <laughs> we'll bring them in. We'll, we'll dial them in. That's a, that's a great point. Farve needed fixing. Yeah. Sometimes guys need to be fixed. A little bit of fixing. Nuts so and I, bolts. And and I don't think we blame everything. All the woes of the Bears on Justin. I don't think we've done that at all. I I think a per, certain portion maybe of people will that'll be their want. Just like a certain portion of people will defend him no matter what. So I guess I get that. But I feel like we've been fair and open-minded about it. And Justin, I think, has proved he can be a starter in this league. I think there's the potential to upgrade. I think there's too much. I think I haven't seen enough in the areas that you want to see a quarterback be great. That gives me some hesitation or reservation about going forward with Justin. That, that, that's my biggest dilemma with him. Is that, yeah, he's exciting. He's athletic. He seems like a great kid. They all love him. Those things are important. You're checking some significant boxes with all that, but there are other things, both eye test and in the statistics, that make me go, man, uh, this ain't it. And I don't well, think that's unfair or unreasonable. Uh, so well, what, do you, what do you prefer, the devil you know or the devil you don't know? Ah. That's what do you prefer. That, that, in essence, is what, what it is. Put that on the candy what's the challenge? Today, and then you got to go to your offense coordinator and your quarterback coach say, what do you want? The devil you know or the devil yeah. you don't know? Which one is it that you want? It's you. You always dropping waxing poetic. I'm, I'm, and, you I'm know. asking. It's a, it's a real, serious question. What's the preference? What do the guys need? What do the guys want? Listen, I can watch Caleb Williams. I can see he can chuck the pill all over the yard. All I don't, over. I don't have a problem. All over. With the way he throws the ball. But, no. you know, at some point, what does Patrick Mahomes have on his team? He's got the respect of each and every individual on that team. That's for damn sure. He does why? Because that. he does that. He does it. Right. He's out there. Do the guys in Baltimore love Lamar? Yes. They love Lamar, right? Yes. Do the guys in uh, New York with the Jets love Zach Wilson? 
I don't think so. They don't. Do they love Daniel Jones? No. No, they don't. I think Buffalo loves Josh right. Allen. I, I, I believe Buffalo, except for Stephon Diggs yeah, Except for Stephon Diggs. Who likes to argue <laughs> with him. I'll even argue in Minnesota. They don't necessarily love Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins, yeah. It's a great question. All right, uh, we got some time for a few more phone calls, and we'll cross-talk at about 2.35. It's Carmen in York. We'll be right back. The show on Twitter, at Carmen DeFalco and at Yurko64. This is ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. We talked a lot of Bears in NFL today. Tomorrow, Jesse will join us with another update from spring training. Plus, we'll play McKnight at the movies tomorrow, Yurko, because it'll be Thursday. We can wrap up with a few more Bears calls before crosstalk. But real quick, did you notice the uh, big NBA news that dropped overnight? Um, Ramona Shelburne and Woj reporting that at the deadline last Thursday, there was like a last-minute push by the Warriors to acquire LeBron James from the Lakers. I mean, so much so that the Bus family got involved, and I guess Rich Paul at Clutch Sports was contacted, and LeBron was sort of informed but said no. And I'd rather not. Probably died on the vine kind of quick, but like it advanced even to the point where People within the Warrior, like Draymond Green apparently was made aware, and they contacted Jeannie Buss and Rich Paul and LeBron, and they were like, it, this is not anything that's going to work right now. Right. You wonder if it revisits in the offseason. LeBron's got a player option this summer for about $51 million. Okay. So uh, I thought it was interesting, though, that uh, the you know both those teams sort of hanging in that play-in territory. I think they're nine and ten right now, actually, aren't they? Got Chris? Are they nine and ten? Yeah, they respectively. Are. Well, Lakers are nine and Warriors are ten right now. And of course, they met in the playoffs last year, a series in which LeBron and the Lakers were able to uh, uh, to win in six games. But uh, that'd be something to see LeBron playing with Draymond and Steph. Draymond. Draymond was contacted. Well, Draymond, Draymond's a clutch sports player, so he's right. the one that yes. reached out to Rich Paul. Right. And so, like, so the story talks about how Joe Lacob reached out to Jeannie Buss, and usually trades, like, trades don't happen with the owners contacting each other first. Mm-hmm. And Jeannie said, well, you need to talk to the player because we're player-friendly, so we don't, we don't go to our players suggesting these type of things, especially with LeBron. Especially with LeBron. And then on the other side of it, you had... Uh, Draymond trying to text and convince Rich Paul to convince LeBron right. to accept a trade. Did you see, uh, Carm, at the end of the article, did you see the other name that the Golden State Warriors were trying to pursue at the trade deadline? Zach Levine. No, I'm just kidding. Who Close. DeMar DeRozan. No, you, Alex you, Caruso. You, you Alex Caruso. Caruso. They were trying to get Caruso, but it didn't materialize. I wonder, and that's got to be on the Bulls, right? Yeah, I mean, like, think think be. back to what was, be. like, if that's being leaked now that they tried to get him and what we know from what we heard last week from the Bulls front office, that they're just content and that there were no good deals to be had out there. They couldn't improve their team. They couldn't do anything for the future. They just don't want to deal with anybody. Part, they don't want to deal. They don't want to make a deal. They're content with making this play-in tournament again. And being like, no, that's good enough. We're okay. They're going to make it. The Bulls will make the playing tournament. They will. Maybe they make a charge, Carm. I don't think they're making a charge, Eric. I really don't. I I don't think that's going to happen. When LeBron signed the deal in 2011, that that, that offseason, Eric, the summer of 2010 going into the 2011 season, right? Signed the four-year deal. So what's that? That's uh, 13 years ago? 14 years ago this summer. Right. Do you remember what that deal was four years? Remember what his total compensation was? I don't know. I don't expect in 2010. Yeah, 
It was four uh, years. I, I'm going to give it to you. Go ahead. It was going to be four years, uh, $120 million. It was four years, $67 million. That was the entire compensation. Right. So in the span of not even 15 years, just a little over a decade, the deals in the NBA have gone from guys making 16, 17 million a year to making 45, 50 well, million you a year, two year, and a half times. You remember the year it went nuts, right? It was the TV deal. Yeah, everybody was getting paid that year. And a lot of that is because of LeBron, obviously, right? right. The popularity of the game, the sure. some of the animosity towards LeBron. Hey, it still drove ratings and business for the NBA. Not liking his decision to go to Miami and then Miami being in the finals four straight years. Who'd they He's, pay on the Bulls? They paid him like 26 million Bulls a year. Or? Oh, no. What, no you mean remember? after? Yeah, after that. They had some guy after the TV contract after came the TV down. contract? They uh, paid some guy that never got off the bench like $26 million a year. Damn, who are you thinking of? It was um, crazy. I'll go back and look at it. Yeah, I mean, I'll when that, that contract He's a big guy. He wasn't in. a little guy. He was a big fella. I don't remember who you're Just talking about. Just got paid. I can't think of who you're talking about. When that deal kicked in, you're right. I mean... Salaries have just gone nuts, and now when you're looking at these max deals in the AAV reaching, like I said, forty-five and fifty million dollars, you're you're up two and a half plus times, uh, three times for crying out loud, thirty-two. So yeah, you're talking I mean, three times. It's a lot of money in just a little over a decade. Yeah, that that deal LeBron signed at the time was four years, sixty-seven point one three million dollars. That was the total comp. And he's got a fifty-one million dollar player option now next summer. At you know going into forty, what they play Cristiano Felicio? Well, they paid him a dumb contract, but not twenty-six million. Well, I, a year, thought, no. I thought it was a silly contract. Well, I yeah, that's but the no, guy. it was like forty total, wasn't yeah, it? I think it was like something like that. I think it was about forty total. It was dumb. It was like was it almost ten million a year? Wasn't it, Chris? Could it have been? Yeah, that's it was what something it was. stupid. Seven million, seven eight, eight four, eight one, and then seven five. I did see F- Cristiano Felicio. It was. Um, uh, F- uh, Felicio. Yeah. What was I his first name? Felicio. Uh, uh, Cristiano. Cristiano Felicio. Yeah, Felicio. I saw him at the airport not long after that. He did have a beautiful Louis Vuitton set of luggage. Why wouldn't he? As you can imagine, after his $10 million a year deal. It was a gorgeous set of luggage. I mean, I, I don't know, often notice stuff like that, but I was like, oof, that's nice. He had the roller and the bag. He had it all, Carmen. The whole thing. <laughs> Louis Vuitton. Very nice. Very stylish. That has to be thousands, right? For Louis well, Vuitton I, I, luggage, I would, I'm not a Louis Vuitton guy. A little clutch purse costs yeah. fifteen hundred bucks from Louis Vuitton. I'm more like a Jewel Osco paper bag guy. <laughs> Dave's in Hyde Park. What's up, David? David, David, and once, and twice. David, David's we hear gone. you in the background breathing. Mark in Lincoln Park. Hey, Mark. Hey guys, how are you doing today? Good. Wonderful. What's happening? Uh, we're loading up 180 people. Got a flight from Dallas to Newark. I got to circle back. Uh, to the, I think the guys' comments about Chicago were inappropriate. Yeah, I've lived in that city 27 years. I'm working with a young uh, first officer who grew up on the near west side. Um, never had any problems. But I want to talk about that stadium because you know, Carm, I'm the only one. Well, I'm not the only one, but I could be home in 12 minutes after from the Eastfield Museum lot. I love the current status. Well, yeah, you love I know that. That is great. I know it's never going to happen, you know, but because. The new stadium, I got, I'm going to have to walk from Eastfield Museum lot down south a little bit. That's that's inconvenient. It is a little bit more. It's but going to tack on a few extra minutes, Marky. Additionally, Carm, yes, we always get fresh ice. I called in last week about the ice. You can totally drink the ice on the airplane. None of it is manufactured by the airplane water, and okay, I would stay away thank, from the water. Thank goodness. I mean, 
you can use the laboratory to, you know, do your business, and that's it. No, yeah, yeah, not not the other business. No, not the business from Crosstalk. Marky, thanks, buddy. I don't, I don't need to do that. You got to go listen Unhinged from last week to know what we we're talking about. I don't need that, but the ice is safe. It's good to know. That's what coffee, they tell I'm me. I'm done with coffee on the airplanes. I've learned my lesson. Yeah, now. I'm glad you did. Mark's had it. He's a pilot. He's had it a bunch. He said, but I don't know. We heard from too many other people that doesn't sound good. Hassan's in Skokie. What's up, Hassan? Hey, thanks for taking my call. Sure. I just wanted to make a point about what the last caller said when he was talking about Caleb Williams in big games. Mm-hmm. Even though he had a good game in that Washington game, five touchdowns, at the end of the game, they had zero points in the fourth, and they got into field goal range, and they are down three. And he just took a 20-yard sack loss, and he could have thrown it away, but just kept running back and fighting for it. And on the next drive, he overthrew the receiver's head by 10 yards on a 10-yard out. So I just think that in the big moments where his team needs him, he's kind of shown not to be the best. Okay. That, thanks, Hassan. I mean, that, that seems to be one of the biggest – I guess knocks on him right now. But again, we've questioned guys in college before about that. And they've gone on to be great. And then sometimes guys who have done, who have thrived and won a lot of big games in college have gone on to the NFL and not found success. So it's, you know, you can put it all into the computer if you want and see what gets spit out. But I wouldn't base my decision decision solely on the fact, well, you know, he struggled against Utah. Well, it's because for one reason or another, everybody has to be like, we have to have a definitive statement on a guy that's coming out of college. Mm. And they're not. They're malleable. They're, they're works in progress. Yeah, that's a good way to put you it. Know, they're not absolute superstars the minute they get into the NFL. It's a good way to put it. It takes a little bit of time. They can still be molded. Yes. Right, yeah. yeah. All right, Crosstalk's coming up uh, in about five minutes. We will be joined by Waddle and Meller. Meller's in for Sylvie today. Yurko's got the final word. Carmen and Yurko present today's final word. Because you had to be a big shot, didn't you? You had to open up your mouth. Today's final you word. You had to have the last word. On Carmen and Yurko. I was a fall to winter impregnator. You were a fall yeah, went to winter. <laughs> That's when I did my best work. Working from home? We're back in the office. Don't miss a minute of Carmen and Yurko. Just ask your smart speaker to play ESPN 1000. I can't. Thanks to I just can't. The best. There's only one. There's only one. Only one There's only one, ladies and gentlemen. Well, you know, it's Romance Day. Thank you. Know. <laughs> Isn't every day Romance Day, Johnny? Romance. I was a fall to winter impregnator. You were a fall and winter impregnator. That's when I did my best work. You were a fall and winter impregnator. Fall winter impregnator. Yeah. I was a I did like a new nickname for Pat. He's, yeah. September. Uh, Pat the impregnator. No, no. Nico is uh, July. So there's a summer one. July at training camp. Ten straight days. Ten straight days ten. of what? Of, no, of no, no. Sessions. If you impregnated her in July, then yeah. the baby's going to be born in the spring. What do you mean? Nico was born in May. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, right. so Nico's you May. So you're right, so okay. You Gracie's t- July. Gracie's born July. in July, right? And J- yeah. And, the, and Jake was born in September. September. When you say so 10 straight days, you're so, talking practice. So you did, dude. You're all over. You did a I was I a little bit. You did summer fall in? What were you talking about? Was. The old you, game of in, out, in, out. Right, you, but here's you the thing. You were planting seeds. I had 10. You're a farmer. The impregnator. I had 10 sessions trying to get Nico. 
10. It took so you 10? Those, no, just one of those 10, it happened, right? Okay, yeah. At some point, I got fatigued, you right. know? Yeah. And I had to tap out, you know, yes. I, I've had enough. Too much. Every day for 10 days? With Jake. You remember it was that? One, one drunk a night of gin and, and Heineken. I right. was drinking the Heineken. Well, that'll do it. That's what they always so say. So I knew the exact time, the, the exact day it happened. Sipping on gin and, and Heineken. And uh, Gracie was one time, too. Nice. Yeah. One take Jake. Over yeah, one here. take J- Jake for the good I don't, kid. like, I, I don't recall. Powerful Croatian like... man juice. Mm. Yeah. What? Powerful. Man juice. Croatian man juice. There's a reason. Happy Valentine's Day. There's a reason. Happy Valentine's Day, lovers. There's a reason, guys. <laughs> Thanks to Black and Abdallah, by the way. They're on tonight. Abdallah's back. That our war- water polo team is number one, you know? Because your horses can swim. Our swimmers swim, baby. That's oh my do. God! Good Lord in heaven! They play well um, and handball. You know that question number one handball I've heard, team too. I've heard. Maybe Spain is one of your. Why are they good at handball? It's our sport, man. Lot of, lot of playing with their hands. All that juice. Handball, that water polo. Now you'll find that you region. Like juice? That, yeah, that, oh, that I just region. saw a clip of that yesterday. Serbia's got a good team. Mm-hmm. I believe Bosnia's got a good team. Montenegro's got a good team. Sounds like the entire Spain, uh, Italy, the entire block. Balkan yeah. uh, nation, the Blanc, Blanc, and Balkan, uh, yeah. Balkan area. Is Check that it out. All there is to do, or what Check is it? Check it out. What? Why, why is that? Yeah, we swim. You know, we're You're talking handball. Handball's different. Yeah, no swimming. I know you don't do it in a pool. Yeah, not the old school. Strong handball. wrists. Strong Crack wrists. Pool. Okay. Yeah. Strong no, ball. just something you, know, this, you, you um, can't play world class soccer. You play world class handball. That's why mm-hmm. this guy's a treat. Yeah, it's yeah. what we do, guys. Absolutely. Play handball. Yeah. When was the last time you played competitive handball? And our swimmers never. swim. I've never played. The answer is we never. did have a guy from Eastern Illinois that played with Kevin Duckworth. That was on the U.S. Olympic handball team. Mm-hmm. Really? Like back in nineteen eighty-five. Handball with Kevin Duckworth. He was Duckworth. a basketball player. Kevin Duckworth okay. still with play us? with Kevin Duckworth. So. No, he's no, not. No. Thornish High School, by the way. He's not, but a guy that played on that team was also on the U.S. Olympic team for handball. Good, ath- right. good athlete. Good athlete. Yeah. Good athlete. And I, know, you know, I was never interested in handball. There's nothing well, about it that appeals sport, to me. It's an Olympic yeah, sport big in Europe. I'm and actually attracted to pickleball. I think I, I've played it twice. I think, yeah. I, I, think I would enjoy well, playing like it tennis, regularly. So. Just not be so careful much. with your Achilles, yeah. ACL, old people blowing those out. Well, right? you do that doing anything. Eh, but I think all of a sudden the all of a sudden ramp you, up you the exertion, yeah. playing pickleball, like you see guy, a lot of people. What was, it, what was his name? Greenlaw? Ran out of the field? Don Greenlaw. Greenlaw. Yeah. Don. That had nothing to do with pickleball. <laughs> it had nothing to do with pickleball, yeah. but it had him to do with just being cold. Being on the sideline and then exerting himself suddenly, and what I, happened? Hasta la bye bye. Definitely hurt them because that. Yeah, yeah, we've been talking about. We've yeah. off the air. We've yeah. mentioned Drake Greenlaw a couple times. That hurt them. Not well, that. I mean, you could listen in the second first half. I thought the defense was really good. Yeah. Mel and I were having this conversation upstairs. You saw the the Chani fired Steve Wilkes. His defensive coordinator. Oh, I did not yeah, see that, that came down within yeah. the last half I hour. Thought that, oh, I thought that, that the 49er defense was awful against Green Bay and awful again against Detroit, but I thought at least in the first half against the Chiefs, I thought they, they actually did a good job. Yeah. They were playing more man coverage. They were mixing things up. But that second half was and then, a bad look. And, yeah. And then, I mean, and, and did you see how many times when Kansas City went in motion, they were, they were lost? Yeah. I mean, you had guys running around yes. like yeah. Fred Warner's throwing his hands well, yeah, up after yeah. a play. Like final play, guys, the touchdown. What are we doing? The final yeah. touchdown too was miscommunication. Yeah. That's where I'm saying too. I was telling Waddle, Dre Greenlaw. You yeah. know, he doesn't get as much credit as Fred Warner. Yeah. He's Greenlaw's excellent, awesome. and yeah, he doesn't get his due. And him leaving that game because of the injury, I do think really, really hindered I, them defensively. I think it did too. And you're right. I mean, they they were confused. Yes. is the best way to there put so it. So many plays. Where they couldn't, they were having a tough time matching 
their formation and their motion. They and just, as you they saw, confused. You know, think about it. They held. They held Travis Kelsey to what? One catch in the first half. One or it two. Wasn't yes, many. One catch. Was, one yeah, catch for was, one yard. Yeah. I think. I can guarantee you. If you go back and look at the film, I can't guarantee you, but I, I would think it's highly likely that Andy knows that, and he knows how they were playing, and they made the adjustment. To, to use more motion and saw yeah. that it was giving them hell, and they just continued it, to do it. It, it gave them beat fits. It. They, beat, they beat the dead horse. Yes. What a dead horse was a live horse. It gave them fits, and for sure. They kept beating it. Uh, Mellor's in today again for yeah. Sylvie. Waddle and Sylvie are here to get you home on you, this Wednesday. You know, you guys piqued my interest. You were talking quite a bit about Debo Samuel and the yeah. idea. Oh, that was such a great conversation as well. I was listening to it coming in. Trader Yurko. I agree with him. The one thing is, so and, and I came, when I came in, you guys were already in in deep in the conversation. Was it gen, was the genesis Brandon Ayuk being upset because no, no so not, that's the thing though. He it seems like he wants his way out. He's under that fifth year this fifth year. year right. He wants an extension. His brother was tweeting it. They were upset. I'm with Yerk though. As much as I love Debo, I think the right move possibly could be to separate from him because a you could yes. trade him like Yerk said. What's his number next year? Twenty eight is the cap number. Next like he's year. A, and that's not the cap number for that team that yeah. gets him. Right, the team that gets him will have a less cap number. Right, because it all accelerates for San Francisco, and you might have to eat a little crap for a year. Yeah. Still be competitive because your quarterback's only making a million dollars. Right. But that process has got to start a little bit, too. you got to kind of rinse some contracts mm-hmm. out. I, I thought, Johnny, what Take was a most, little bit of a beating most and come back. What was most appealing to me is if, like, as you compared it to Tyreek Hill, yeah. they got a King's Ransom in return for him. Yes. I don't know that you'd get the same. Right. I think but, the thing is, Kyle Shanahan gets the best out of Debo yes. Samuel. Yeah, it's yes. true. Like, what team? I mean... I'm sure someone I like. Think, I, listen, I think that Brandon Ayuk is a pure receiver, is route a runner, receiver. and a better receiver than Debo. Is he a better player? No, but, but I think I going to use, But I think I think Debo's he's the bigger threat. He's threat like an on offensive that offense. weapon. Yes. Samuel yes. scares the hell out of but, you. Yeah. But, but would that be the case yeah. if he was playing in an offense that wasn't being directed question. by right. Shanahan? That's a good Shanahan question. Shanahan gets more out of him right. than anybody else. Maybe like in and with the, the addition of the offense, wide receivers but, that, and Christian McCaffrey, they're not asking him to run the ball anymore either. So he's really not being Samuel. He's not being featured out of the backfield anymore. Carm, I'm with you. I think he's a fabulous player. But go ahead and also look at Kittle's numbers. I don't think they use Kittle as much as they could. I think they certainly screwed up on Sunday. I think Ayuk's a better overall receiver. You're you're tied into Mm -hmm. Christian McCaffrey. You know, well, I, I think it's out of necessity you've got to make this move too. Yeah. Plus, the world thinks the everybody thinks the world of Debo Samuel. Yes. I went over his stats, except for that fourteen hundred yeah. yard year. Yeah, no, he was, he was unbelievable. He's been hurt sometimes. Well, he's been a little bit banged again. He's still you know how banged up here. I got you. It's a lot of touchdowns. But he, he, you know how much banged up he is. Yes, he's been. Nobody well, else yes. does. And he, I'll tell you this: when he hasn't been available, Juwan Jennings has stepped in now. And been a, a, a very good player. But he's a free agent. Yeah. And but he, you don't have to pay so him. So you sign him first, trade him later. See how it works? Sign Juwan Jennings, Jennings and trade Debo. And then trade Debo. That way he doesn't know you guys were short. I don't yeah, think they... I, I just wonder what the market would be for him because of the injury history and, you know... Like what the... Whatever coach is be. wants him, can you utilize him like he's Kyle Shanahan does? He's a fantastic player. This is not Absolutely. an indictment on him. It's just like you guys were saying... 
you know, at some point you're yeah. going to find yourself in a... I, I do the, think the, the Chiefs, the fact that the Chiefs traded Tyreek Hill... It's incredible. And then but you only do that with Mahomes. Let's Absolutely. face it. Like, no you're, you're yes. only the... The only team that's surviving that is and Andy Carl, maybe and maybe that's and the Mahomes. reason why they're not thinking about trading Debo, because they know that Purdy needs it. I was, and mm. they've got Purdy for two more years under yes. a very team-friendly deal. Correct. So they don't... I don't think... Like, if, if I'm Kyle Shanahan, you're firing Steve Wilkes today, and you're looking around going, we... We're close. Right. Now, can you start? And you're right, York. I get it. You're going to, in a salary kept sport, you've got constrictions There's that are, might force you into that spot. But yeah. I feel like Kyle Shanahan, they're going to do, and John Lynch are going to do everything they can to try and get as close to running it back as possible while Purdy's on the team friendly deal. Can you give us, get the, the, did we talk with you guys about this, Shashay? The coaches in the NFL that if you had to, you'd give up draft pick compensation. Who would you trade? For? Yeah, what if coach? If you had to acquire them. If you were, yeah. If you, if they were available, there's only a few. Andy, what? That's one. Shanny, I would definitely give McVeigh. up. Shanny. I think McVeigh. I agree with that. Um, would you give up draft compensation for Mike Tomlin? I love Mike Tomlin, but I don't know. So I thought I you were going to go. So. I thought he was going Mike McDaniel before he was going. Mike I wouldn't give up draft. I, I love I Mike McDaniel too, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Um, Sean Payton. Yes. He's already, already done it. Been yeah, he's already for, done it. Yeah. So, like, that makes sense. Uh, I think the whole conversation about if I, – I, and we, I heard you guys talking about it again today. If Sean Payton's interested in, in one of these quarterbacks you, moving up for it – Do you go, nah, never mind. Yeah, right. Never mind. Now, about, he may be giving you the old bluffaroo. I don't well, know. Sure, Jericho said, too, he goes, how do you know he wants Caleb? So, right. two, two things I heard. That they, take, they would take J.J. McCarthy if he was there at 12. The other thing I heard, read, heard, Mm -hmm. uh, observed, you know, that Mm -hmm. kind of thing, just all speculation that's out there, is they're willing then to draft out of 12 and go back, acquire more picks, and take Bo Nix later on. I mean, does he look at Bo Nix and maybe see Drew Brees? Brees. Or a taller taller Drew Brees? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Bo Nix isn't very big. Though. No, he's, he's not. not big. A slightly no, bigger. What was no. Drew Brees? Drew Brees was what? Six, six, six foot. foot. Yeah. 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 But I bet you Bo Nix is 6'1". Six 6'1", one. Six one, yeah. yeah. That's what I'm guessing. Which right? is fine. Yeah, Caleb's 6'1". I mean, Nix is listed at 6'2". Okay. Yeah. Six I'll wait for a right. combine height, guys. Yeah, that's hand fair. Hand size. I want to see some hand size. The only thing... I Listen, J.J. McCarthy, local guy, love him. I loved what he's done. He's a he's a winner. Tougher than nails. He's he is tough, tough as tough I, kid. Tougher than he nails. Tough. You know, it's hard to evaluate him because they ran the ball so they much and it. they didn't throw it very often. The the one criticism I would have about him, and he made no some touch. beautiful throws. Boom. Yeah. No, no touch. touch. He throws heaters. Hammer. Yeah. Sometimes you got to throw the changeup. Yeah. You yeah. can't Every constantly moment. throw the fastball. You got to yeah. throw the changeup, and that's something he's going to have to learn. You sometimes you got to take a little pace off the ball. Fastball, fastball, fastball. Yeah, that's true. But I wish they threw the ball more too, because I think you'd have yes. such a better idea. I mean, you look at some of their games down the stretch. He's throwing for 110 yards. Yeah. It's yeah. like what you know. I mean, it's hard to it's hard to evaluate. Uh, and he's the youngest guy of the group too. He's 20. Oh yeah, yeah. He's definitely. Because I mean, Bo Nix is 24. So is Penix. Penix is 24. Caleb's J- young. Jaden Daniels is about, he, is 24. Those guys, guys turned 24. Played forever. Yes. Oh, Caleb's young and JJ's young. Yeah. yeah. JJ just turned 21. Yeah. And Caleb. how old is Caleb? Caleb's 21. Caleb's 21. Right? Yeah. And I think Jaden. I think Jaden Daniels is 23. I think he probably is. You're talking about another player that played and transferred. Yeah. These guys have played at multiple I think, schools. I think I saw Field moved Jaden Daniels up to two. He did. In his, in his draft. Draft. So did uh, Ben Solak at the ringer. The they're only both, thing that would scare me about him 
is he is so narrow built yeah, wise, like it's his like shoulders. Yeah, it's like Deshaun Watson. That was the problem with the, the, or the, the, the report on him. Yeah, uh, he's listed at six four. Right, so. but I mean weight wise, sure. Can he put some more but weight his on? Frame. He's got yeah, like, like slender, very narrow, yeah. slender. That's you the know. That's why you he's don't worry got, about Caleb's size. Caleb's built no, like a tank. Yeah. yeah, but Jane Daniels is like he's got a shotgun for an arm too. He yeah. may have to work on his touch a little bit and some of it, but oh, no, he he's does. got a gun. He does. There was one other thing we wanted to ask you guys about that came up yesterday late in, later in the show. Uh, Tyler was asking us, Steve Spagnolo, Hall oh, of yeah, Fame yeah, yeah. candidacy. Johnny is the, the keeper of the Hall. <laughs> I could Spag- not. Steve Spagnolo. He's the only coordinator in the history of football with four, four Super Bowl yeah. rings as a defensive coordinator or an offensive coordinator. And he beat Tom Brady in one of those, didn't Twice. he? Didn't he beat? Then he was it well, once, the one. No, one, one. one. I think he beat the undefeated. He beat the undefeated Patriots. Yeah, because then he got the, the head, he got the head the coaching Rams. job after that. So yes. the question is, Johnny is the keeper of the Hall. Do you have a spot in the Hall of Fame? For an assistant coach that has accomplished something that no one else has accomplished. Cliff Stout was the backup to Terry Bradshaw. He was the backup quarterback right. to a guy that won four Super Bowls. Does Cliff Stout have a reason to be in the Hall of Fame? I'm just asking that. Okay, question. I'm just asking. He was the backup quarterback to earn well, four I don't, I don't Super think Bowl Spags is a backup Never to taking a down and backing up to starting quarterback. He's done something nobody else has done. You get what I'm saying? I get what you're saying, yeah, but, but you know this is different. Uh, yeah, I don't see assistant okay. coaches making. All right. That's all. That's why we wanted to ask you the question. There'll be 500 yeah. owners we, we that can't all they get is had enough money to own the team in the mm-hmm. Hall of Fame before they ever put an assistant we coach. We came to the same there. conclusion yeah, that that no, but yeah. I would it is no. quite the accomplishment. It is. It is awesome. He's awesome at what he does. It's a great coordinator. He is. Don't worry. The coaches will be making that argument one day. That we, the assist coaches belong to. Dick LeBeau. Yeah, well, like, and you got to put Dick LeBeau well, in. Yeah, Dick yeah. LeBeau. I mean, honestly, it's hard for head coaches to get into the hall. My dad used to play golf with Dick LeBeau every weekend yeah. back in Cincinnati. Yeah. Nice. He was, you know, he was on the Great golf guy. team at Ohio State. Was he really? With uh, Jack Nicholas and Tom Weiskopf, I believe. I mean, yeah. did they win a couple of titles? I believe I mean, they geez. did. If you go back and look. Tom Weisskopf and Jack Nicholas. I be, well, yeah, I believe that, that Dick LeBeau was on their golf team. That's amazing. Dick if LeBeau, I'm not, if I'm not mistaken. And Dick Geron were teammates with the Detroit Lions. Yeah. Good yes. friends. Yeah, two right. of the buddies. nicest guys yeah. on the face of the Absolutely. planet. Absolutely, Two buddies, two pals. Yeah. They enjoyed each other's company. Yeah, they did. Yep. Sort of like you and Carm. Yes. Oh, we enjoyed, enjoyed it. You guys oh. got big plans for uh, Valentine's Day? No, not, not really. really. No. 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 Have a little dinner. Yeah. Yeah. A little dinner. Yeah. A couple of steaks. Yeah. A couple of steaks. steaks. Wait, but is that for you? Or is... You're having steak tonight, huh? Interesting. On Ash Wednesday, you're having yeah. steak, huh? Okay. Yeah, steak. I mean, that... You know, I, I heard you having the conversation. Yes. You giving anything up? What are you giving, giving up? up? He's talking about how we won't eat meat on Fridays. I know. Yeah, Friday. Today's yeah, Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Animal. Yeah, yeah, okay. He's having steak on Ash Wednesday, Mister. It was. You know what I'm giving up? Gin. I'm giving up gin Saint, this year. Saint Saint uh, Yurko over here. Yeah. Saint John, Saint Ivan. I'm giving up wine. You don't drink wine. <laughs> I don't I'm drink gin. Yeah, I'm giving up gin. Funny. Give up scotch. No. The crushed grape. No, not no. good for me, Carmen. Really? No, He's no. already given up gin. Yeah, Why would he give up scotch? I, mean, I got wine. I got it in the house in case somebody wanted I got both yeah. red. A lot of sugar in it. I got reds yeah. and I got whites. And I got something. If somebody wants to have some wine. Yeah, you don't drink a lot of wine. I'm That's not true. a wine guy. I don't see you drink a lot no, of wine. Do you have I'm any like, scotch at your place? I do. Yeah, what do you got? I do. Um, not the Belvine. No. 
I got some Glenlivet. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. Dimple pinch. Dimple pinch. Dimple pinch. Okay. Oh, yeah. A little dimple pinch. I've seen you give dimple the dimple pinch. Is a great I've bottle. seen you give yeah. the dimple pinch mm-hmm. before. Oh, yeah. Not it's comfortable. That's a, a great, mm. great bottle shape, dimple yeah. pinch. Absolutely. So, do you ever drink the scotch or no? It's just no, I'll for drink guests. scotch every once in yeah. a while. No. What is Not your drink of choice if you go home and you're like, I'm going to watch a ball game and I'm going to have a I'll drink? I'll tell you what I'm drinking right now, nowadays, because I gave up the Coke, so the rum and Cokes have been sidelined a little bit. Coca-Cola, right? I Not drink, the blue I, dr- I drink something called Vive. 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 V-E-E-V. What is that? Uh, it's Bee like, urine. It's it's liquor from the acai berry. The a- acai berry. Whatever is berry you want to call it. I think it's from. the acai. I'm going to pull up the bottle Not for like you right Tyler now. Hockey. What is it? If you got people that have it, is it, uh, what is great. it? Is a, By the way, it's kind of like a vodka. It's kind of a, it's a replacement for kind vodka. Kind of like a vodka? If you don't like here, it's a spirit. Vive okay. spirit. It's right there. You can read all about it. That's the bottle. Okay. Nice little whale tail. It's, it's, it's not like the Hartford Whalers logo. Out of Idaho. The company's out of Idaho. It's not a Zima, is it? Right. Whatever that no, was. it's not a Zima. It's no. 70%, 70%. 70 proof. 70 proof. 30% alcohol. 35, so that would be right 35% alcohol. Well, 30, I said 70 proof, 35% yes, alcohol. Yes, 35% yeah. alcohol. I said 70% first, and I made a mistake. Valentine's Day 70 math. proof, 35%. And uh, I drink it. I drink Vivan water. Wow, look at With you. the double Vivan water with uh, lemon in it. Double Vivan water, lemon. Uh, it was founded in 07. Neutral grain spirit distilled from Idaho winter wheat. Okay. And infused with all natural organic acai, acai. from Brazil. Okay. Acai. So that's okay. what, what I that? like to drink right now. That's nice. Boom. Acai. There it is. Do you fire up the brass bonanza when you pour your first glass? What's the brass bonanza? You know what I'm talking What's about. What's the right? brass bonanza? That's that's they used to play that at Hartford Whaler games whenever. Oh, did they? Yeah, I didn't whenever know they would that. score a goal. I don't know that either. They're, I'm brass pretty sure. Bonanza. Yeah, Kevin Zpack. See if you can grab the brass bonanza. I'm that's almost a positive. Deep cut. Bonanza. Yeah. Listen, man, you got to go. Listen, that's some, a deep cut. Some of us like hockey here at the station. I, I mean, can't help it if not everybody's as they're unwatchable right now. Our hockey team. I get. Listen, the plan is fine. Like they're they got a lot of talent in the system. They're going to pick first or second or third again. What's the kid playing again, again next week? Mm, soon, I think. Next week that they're yeah. hoping he can yeah. return. Yeah, he Before, are they bad? Are what you is guys, Patty Boyle uh, talking about until he comes back? Kevin Korchinski scored a goal okay. the other night, right? They do have a lot of young talent that I There's I, nobody but, more equipped to talk about that team when Connor Bedard is out than Pat Boyle. He oh could talk God, about he's it a pro, 24-7. He's a pro. He's got a tough gig right now. Are you guys going to bust Tyler's balls for uh, his team storming the court, beating the seventh ranked team in the country? Yesterday, he was was completely brushing them off. He he disengaged from them. He's like, they have no chance of winning that basketball game. Now you storm the court for this. For beating okay. not number one, not number two, not number three, How about not number four, not number five, not number six. Team. But let's go to the top ten team. What has happened in this world? Uh, court, court you used to storm for the like, court. Court stormings happen for like top twenty teams. This That's is insanity. True. That's what, what's insanity. the point? That's a waste of a court storming. You're, you're Syracuse. Wait, wait. You're okay. Syracuse. Your Syracuse is something that means absolutely nothing anymore. Absolutely nothing. They are a dead program. Talk to the journalists. I'll say it's the greatest thing in the world. Storming the court for beating the seventh ranked team in the country. But it's North Carolina. It's not just the seventh ranked team. It's North Carolina. Jeez, you guys set the bar pretty low, if you ask me. I mean, my God. I have no problem with storming the court there. Who are you mad at? Listen, if you're in college, I'm not, your, I'm team, just your team beats the top 20 team. I'm just giving Dude, I'm going to get hammered, storm a court. Like, like, what else I'm are you going to do on crap. a Monday or Tuesday night? Yeah, give him more crap for I the did. fact that he counted them out last night I, at 5.30 yeah. when yeah. we called. We were yeah. like, hey, how about your team? He's like, ah, they have no chance. I just like giving yeah. him crap. By oh, the way, I just got a text from Shay. 
He said he's he's got a, a uh, he sent me a, a tweet that said once Dre Greenlaw went down, Oren Burks filled in for him. Here's how he did in coverage. Oh, he got he was tar- oh, targeted nine times, nine catches allowed. He got absolutely torched, and they just again they were confused without yeah. a little bit more stability at that level of the defense. You just see it. They weren't. I, Tayshawn Gibson didn't have a particularly strong no. game. Their whole defense you know, like, lost yeah, a ton it, when it, that it, kid it, went out. Uh, Talafunga, how do you yeah, pronounce ta- his name? Uh, uh, Hufanga. Thailand. Thailand. Hufanga. Whatever it is, he's a, he's an all pro. Noah Hufanga. He's not a pro bowler. He's an all pro. He's a good pro. player. He is. They, 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 they. You're right. I mean that, and they just had too many mistakes and too many letdowns. On the back end, I mean, it's as simple as that in that second half. I mean, it's really the story of the game. You could see the frustration in Fred Warner on yeah. numerous plays in that second half. And the backup did. They hunted that backup. They of hunted course. him on the touchdown That's to um, what good coaches to MVS. do. They go right yes. after guy when he steps in. On the MVS touchdown uh, in this third, that was the third quarter, right? The, yes, right after the, the punt, the yes. fumble, the muff I punt. think it was right after the muff punt. Yeah. That's right. They, he was they, wide they, open. They, yep. they went right after that kid. They, they, they know what they're doing. They went right after him. Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Aaron Rodgers. Whenever they see a cornerback leave the game, yeah. immediately, yeah. like first play, they is, knew. Let's go after that. That was obvious in a game in the playoffs as well. I forget which one it was, but some was it the Lions? Did the Lions? It may I, have been. I think one of their defensive back. Man, oh, whatever it was. Yeah. All right, boys. What's coming up? Uh Pitchers and catchers, Jesse Rogers, yeah, live baby. from spring training. He's going to join us at 4 o'clock. Of course, we've got Aki's A-list, as we do every day, coming your way at oh, you 5. Know we're gonna and you know what? Another chance for people to qualify for the Steinhoffels yes. giveaway, the, the four-day President's Day sale that's going on. We have a, a couple of $500 gift cards towards a few airlines that you can use courtesy of the good Beautiful. folks over at Steinhoffel. We so, got a okay. lot of stuff for you, Carl. All right, a lot good. of stuff. As always, uh, they are here to entertain you and get you home. Enjoy stuff. the day, boys. Happy Valentine's Day. We'll see you tomorrow.